It's the WMAY Morning News Feed. Tomorrow, about this time, we'll have the council roundup. We didn't have it last week because they have five Tuesdays in the month of June. Uh, so they took last week off, which is not bad because I, you know, I like having a week off as well from the council meeting. As uh, my next guest, I'm sure as well, uh, enjoyed not having to go in, but still had to deal with constituent services uh, here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Welcoming in studio, Alderman Sean Gregory. Alderman, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How are you? Uh, hold on a second. Let me push that program button. Okay, now you're pumping through. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, um, tonight's meeting, anything big, spectacular that we got to uh, put on our radar? Nothing huge, nothing huge um, on the agenda that I've seen. Um, pretty typical committee of a whole, I do believe it is tonight. Um, like you said, we was off last week, so um, I'm sure we'll have some things that spark up, um, and, and, and we'll address them. So, um, when I reached out, you know, I, I asked what, what's on the top of your mind, because we love hearing from local leaders and uh, getting, you know, what, what they're hearing about from their constituents, what uh, their focus is. Uh, and you instantly said the homeless population. Yeah. That's something you've raised before uh, in previous meetings. Uh, what's what's going on on the streets with uh, with the homeless population in Springfield? Well, you know, we've I, I said that because it's been a, it's been a rising topic, especially with the storms that we had just went through. Um, and honestly, I, I felt horrible this weekend just knowing that you know we we did have that population there um, over at the Salvation Army, the old Salvation Army Center. Um, you know, and, and you know, we seen the guy on on TV. You know, asking us to open that up, and it's just not that simple. But however, um, you know, uh, me and the mayor did have a conversation about you know just moving the, the wheels forward or trying to get something done. We we've had conversation about this, so there is some efforts there. Um, obviously, uh, we probably need to get it moving a little faster. Summer's coming; it's going to get hot after this weather. It's going to be steamy. It's going to be sticky. So I definitely agree. We want to figure something out for them, but I'm more interested in the long term plan and what we're going to do on a long term um, basis and really really starting to dig into that. I, I know we have some hurt feelings or some you know some hesitancy from from the health and housing center. I think we got to just get over that and, and keep moving forward. It's going to is be that tough. is that where we go back to something along those lines like a, a, a central area. That's not just a, a soup kitchen and not just a place to, to lay their head down at night, but an actual kind of wraparound services facility to get people on the right trajectory. Yeah, I, th- I think there's going to be, uh, along with rapid housing, supportive housing services, I think there is always going to be a need of a emergency shelter situation. But that emergency shelter situation, um, in my opinion, has to be something that's going to move, help people get better um, and, and, and place them wherever they need to be and, and get those services there. I think we have a, a easy identifier of people in need with, with this section um, to really, really um, make some headway in the numbers um, of people suffering um, right there in our face. So um, I, I definitely think that that component's there, and I, I definitely think that we have some um, work to do on our rapid housing and things of that nature. And, you know, it all comes down to funding in, in the end. Is it also about location? Because it seemed to be what was one of the major sticking points yeah. with uh, this this type of facility, the health yeah. and housing uh, yeah. for for those who are uh, experiencing homelessness. Uh, it seemed that the location is what was really kind of the Correct. the major issue that was an impediment. Yeah, yeah, the location was a major concern for the uh, constituents in that in in the area. And and me, I'm always the. Um 
the aldermen to really listen to the constituents that live directly to to the development that we're going to do. You know, we we do hear opinions from outside of that area, but you know, it really comes down to the people who live there because ultimately they have the ones have to you know uh, overcome any problems that may have. So I think location is still going to be an issue. Even there on South Grand, there may be some. You know, I've had some conversation with the Pioneer Park, the the same um, individuals uh, that had some concerns, and they still have those concerns. Um, they respect me and respect my my methods. So so they have been calm and 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 have been trying to allow us to work through this process. And, um, you know, Madison Park Place, they've been very patient. I only had um, a few complaints uh, there. And they was really just worried about the the condition, the litter and things of that nature, not more so the people um, being there. They just want to make sure that it's clean and it doesn't um, trash and stuff blow over into their yard, which is respectable. I think think no matter what. Nobody nobody wants that. I don't want that around my house. I don't want trash blowing over to my yard. Absolutely. And I don't think that's uh, too hard thing to ask no matter what um, condition um, someone is in or, or what they're going through is, is is to you know try to help um, keep the area clean and things of that nature. So we've been working on that, trying to keep it clean and stuff and um, I just think we need to take another step. We're talking with Springfield Alderman Sean Gregory here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop at 745 now. Uh, and Alderman you had mentioned uh, uh, dollars um, that uh, that are going to be needed. It's not just the location. That is of course a, a sticking point. But the funding uh, for all of this, uh, we've got a lot of federal funds coming in. I think uh, what eighteen million in the first tranche, and then we're yeah. going to get a, another like sixteen million or something. So yeah. there's a lot of federal dollars. Absolutely. How do we balance all of the needs the city wants to address with those funds, but also making sure that uh, you know we we address those who are homeless standing on the street corner? Because you know I see it every time I'm in town. I'm yeah. sure you see it all over, and you're talking to your yeah. constituents. They see it as well. Yeah. Uh, how do we balance all of the needs that are going to be uh, uh, demanding? those dollars uh, while focusing on uh, those who are experiencing homelessness. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you know me, I, I have all types of plans and things like that and that I want to see through in my my ward. But um, one of the priorities I think that does affect my ward is is our homeless problem. So one of the first things, you know, I want to try to take a crack at with our council and with our mayor is try to figure out a short term solution for our homeless through the through this summer and um, this winter. And hopefully from what I'm hearing, the continuum of cares um, plan will be together on how we move forth on the long-term plan for them. So in the immediate future, I'm just really, really interested in coming up with something for the summer and for um, the winter uh, well before it gets here so we're not scrambling around and things of that nature. Um, and and that's, that's where I think the first... Whatever it is, I don't know how much it would be, but I think that's the first place it needs to go before anybody does anything. And then we go from there. Alderman Sean Gregory here in studio on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I know something else you've asked from uh, the Corporation Council to, to look into is uh, something dealing with, with regulating police or having more police accountability. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are we at on that? Uh, I do have the draft. Uh, been reading over. June team slowed me down a little bit with those activities. Um, but we, uh, we are going to meet this week and just go over for clarification and just get that done. It's just some uh, tweaks to our uh, police review commission, and we, we're just trying to uh, finish out uh, what we, me and uh, former uh, Alderwoman uh, Doris Turner called the triology of ordinances to address police reform, anti-racism and things of that nature. And we've knocked two of the three out. Um, you know, unfortunately, I say unfortunately, but great job to her. Um, she moved on to Senator and, uh, you know, I got to finish it out. I got to finish out the things that, that we worked hard on for months. And, you know, that's one of the last things. Juneteenth was one of them um, that, that, that I was able to finish out. And, you know, I look to finish this out and then we'll keep moving forward. When it comes to uh, the oversight 
oversight of, mm-hmm. of police. Um, is this also going to include a subpoena power for the civilian oversight of police? Uh, not not in the the word of subpoena power. Um, obviously, um, you know, the, after some discussions and things, and that's one thing about me. You know, I, I am um, a person of understanding and, and and really like to work through and come up with something that that is agreeable, but yet uh, I'm still um, trying to get to the goal. So so we put some different mechanisms in there to really achieve what what what. I believe the community wants, and that's tra- more transparency um, from that. So we made some tweaks and um, turns to it on, on how um, they will investigate um, those reports and how internal affairs will investigate those reports and how um, those reports come together sure. before a decision of discipline is made. And I think that's fair. Um, before the process was, you know, pretty much a decision was made and you could go appeal it, but, you know— Nine times out of ten, after a decision is made, it's not going to be reversed. So, well, it's like it's like the government watching the government, right? Yeah, you, know, you almost right. want a third party right. uh, that that gets similar access to the information to right. come to their own conclusion. Correct. Of Correct. So, so what I'm pushing for is is really to. Um, that our uh, police review commission look at it, go through it. They get all the evidence and things as well. Something I didn't know of, but you know, after education, um, I found out that they do get uh, you know access to everything internal affairs. Is, so I'm, I'm I'm satisfied with that. Um, so now I'm pushing for them to get get that look over it first, go through it first, uh, uh, objectively, of course. Um, our internal affairs are going to do their things. And then before we make a decision, let's let's put both these reports together. Consider both of them, yeah. And then let's make a decision from there. You know, so now the, the constituent could say, feel like, because if I'm filing a report against the police and, you know, it, the decision's already made, then at that point I feel like, oh, ain't no need to go appeal it to, to, to another cop. He's right. just going to back them up. So I think this is another uh, step forward, and it's fair. I don't think it hurts anybody. Um, I definitely didn't want to push for something that's going to get hung up in court and cost the taxpayers more dollars. So that really weighed heavy on me, especially in this time, um, you know, on that. And, you know, there'll be some federal and state laws that come down to probably help us a little bit further. But, you know, we have some good officers and, you know, I I just want to want us as a city to do better at proving that we do have good officers. Springfield Alderman Sean Gregory with us. Uh, and just uh, finally here, um, I know street parties were uh, an issue uh, several weeks ago. Yeah. Really haven't heard much more about it other than the fireworks. Right. Other than <laughs> the, the fireworks getting, you know, and I even have it in South Sangamon County. I don't live yeah. in Springfield, but even in South Sangamon really? County, we hear the fireworks as well. Yeah. Um, so what what is the status of the street parties? Are we still having that problem in downtown Springfield at all hours of night? Not that I have heard. You know, of course, I'm asleep at those times. The only time I get caught up is uh, I wake up is when I get a call or sure. something's going on uh, late night like that. So it has been very quiet. We have, um, I have had some conversations. I, I believe Alderman Williams has had some conversations, not only with family members of, of people that we know are hosts of this party, but, you know, I'm from this community. I know pretty much everyone. And um, I think that's one of the benefits of, of having a younger Alderman is, you know, I'm able to have these conversations and, and really just put it in perspective of, of like, look, guys, you know, I don't have many options. Sincere, I get it. I, I love to hang. I've hung for years. Um, but there's a way to do it. And we can't do it in the middle of the neighborhoods. Think of your grandmas. Think of your mothers. How they would act. How they used to be with us. You know, we, we couldn't do those things. And they understand. It, and they get it. They're just really trying to have some fun. So on the flip side, what I'm trying to do is work with them on 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 educating on how to build a business. How to get a place to party. Because, you know, this group of young people, they have a calling. They have a following. They can really, you know, be successful 
uh, nightclub owners, you know, um, and of course that takes a lot of work and things of that nature, but they can really do it and, and then boom, they have something successful and safe, um, that, that can really, you know, help generations, uh, going forth. Well, is there, is there a relationship between, uh, some of the unregulated, unsanctioned parties and some of the violence that we've seen? Uh, I think anytime you, you, um, drink and 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 you know partake in anything um in an uncontrolled environment you have the opportunity for people who um you know just just have bad intents bad intents um and 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 when you're in a building with security and things those things uh, are minimalized um especially uh in inside the 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 party or or, or what so may be where, where you know mass people can be in danger and, and that's really our concerns and you know um our officers have handled well. Um, they sent up and, and protected those crowds as, as best they could when they when they um, have gathered. You know, a lot of people say, "Well, why don't we break them in?" Because we don't we don't want conflict. We don't. That's not what we're about. We're about um, protecting and serving, and, and and we don't want conflict. Um, you know, our our officers are understanding of young people too. They've been young, some of them right. have hung. <laughs> yeah, we all right. been young, so you know, everybody's really understanding of these young people, and it's not so young people. Sure. Um, Really just trying to have a good time, but you know, I think it's our responsibility of a city um, to really try to uh, get with the leaders of these groups and really have some conversations of 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 where we're at with it and 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 how we can help them be successful in what they want to do without um, going through these problems and stuff. But one thing is for sure, two things for certain that we do make clear is that we're not going to have it.